0: morning. This program is intended for adults only. What you're about to listen to contains explicit language, sexual topics, and don't be surprised if you get wet. You've just tuned in to Pussy Boss with your host, Victoria Lynn. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria Lynn, and you've just tuned in to another episode of Pussy Boss. Pussy Pussy Bowls. I'm so excited. Okay, so first off, let me tell you why I'm fucking excited. Because, yes, it is because this episode is fucking awesome. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But we actually got video up and running. So that's one great thing to stress. So if you're trying to see what we're doing, what we're bringing to life, how we're bringing Pussy Boss to life, check us out on YouTube, Pussy Um, Let's get into the topic. The topic is... Drag kings! Like, is is there crickets out there? How many people are like, what the fuck are drag kings? Who are drag kings? Well, I'm sure if you listened to my last, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I interviewed some drag queens and got a little bit of an idea of what it is to be a fabulous, lovely drag queen and what that really means. And there really is a very broad spectrum on that. There is a very broad spectrum on what a drag queen or who a drag queen is and what a drag king or who a drag king is. There are many different types, just like queens. And I figured, well, they deserve a week two because why not? Fuck. Like, I didn't know anything about drag kings. I mean, Sarah came to me with this concept and I was like, okay, like, yeah, but what am I going to talk about? I I don't fucking know anything. So these episodes, what I love about these episodes are actually very um, learning episodes for me because I, too, had no clue that there were such a thing as drag kings. So let's get into this topic. <laughs> We now interrupt this broadcast for an important pussy service announcement. Hi guys, it's your girl, Victoria Lynn. And I know that you think being a queen is everything. But have you ever thought, what if I was a king? Don't be scared of your masculinity. Embrace it. We're equals, aren't we? Alright, so... It is, I just got to say this too, it is It is Halloween right now when I'm recording this. It's Thursday, it's 1 p.m. and I'm drinking wine. I'm drinking wine because I'm about to go on an amazing trip. I'm going to Vietnam. I'm so excited, so excited to go to Vietnam. Never been, first Asian country I will be, traveling to And it's my best friend's wedding. So happy for them. So I'm, like, rushing to get all this recording done so we can get video up and da-da-da-da. And I had to have a glass of wine because I just need a fucking chill pill. And I know that has nothing to do with the history of drag kings. But I had to tell that. I had to get it all off my chest before I actually kept going into this episode. Like, let's be honest. Like, I got shit going on in my life, too, okay? (laughs) So... The term drag king is sometimes used in a such broader sense, you know such as female bodied people who dress in traditionally masculine clothing. So if you know what a drag queen is, you could think in a sense the opposite. However, they're not an exact opposite because well, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different things, right? One's taking on a more masculine role, one's taking on a more feminine role being the queen, right? So the term drag king was actually cited in print in 1972. And that's the at least the history of where it seems female performers dressing in male attire started. Obviously like drag, like the term drag, if you didn't listen to my episode prior about drag queens, the term drag actually came from the Shakespeare the Shakespearean era, then the during the Shakespearean era when um women weren't, you know, religiously right uh, to actually play the roles. They had men dress up um, on stage and they would dress up as women and they would say that their dresses would drag, thus giving the term or coining the term drag. And that's where it kind of started. So it is considered, you know, drag in itself is a performance. Um, it did start in theater and it just really, really um, became bigger in the 1860s in New York, where there actually was um, a very famous male impersonator named Annie Hindle, and she <laughs> and she was well known and kind of brought drag kings to the city. Of course, it's taken a long time for any of this to really be like come full front. Drag kings themselves. Um, aren't really spoken about, aren't given as much venue as Queens. However, it has been something that has been going on for quite some time. I mean, you have impersonators from the 1920s, 1940s, 1950s, 1960s. And honestly, if you probably really go back in history, I was looking at some historical drag kings. There are drag kings they had there from 80s. So (laughs) it really just depends on how you're going to, I guess, um, I would say, you know, how are you going to define the term? Which, personally, from what I get from everything, from all the interviews I've done, from everybody I've talked to, whether it's drag king, whether it's queer, whether it's anal, whatever we talk about, everybody has a different term. So it really just depends how you define the word and how you want to define it. I mean, I think you should listen to a lot of the interviews this week because those interviews will help you see how each person defines it in their own way, you know, not every person... Has one definition of one thing, you know, just like when it comes to being non binary and things like that. And that's what I find most interesting about these topics is that, you know, really there's no one or right answer. So, you know, here with Drag Kings, we have men, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) we have women who are wanting to feel more in touch with their masculine role. Now, there's no reason in my mind, though, why there can't be men drag kings, just like there are female drag queens who just want to, in a sense, embrace um, more of that masculinity. But definitely when I was talking to all the drag kings that came through, it definitely was about um, owning this sort of masculine side that they always felt they had and wanting to really, like, feel empowered. Because they're... I, it's so funny because one girl said like how how she put a sock in her pants, right? She put a sock in her pants during her performance to give her a bulge. And that men were coming up and grabbing her by the bulge. As straight men. Straight men. So my thought is this. The power it must feel to have this thing between your legs. This sounds so funny. But this thing between your legs and this power over not only women but men I don't know there's something about this masculine power I completely get it uh it's hard to describe though but hopefully you guys are still are still on it with me but but you know um I do think that drag kings really do deserve kind of more of a platform and i know they are getting more of a platform but i think it's time for people to realize that queens are not the only ones out there um there are women who and if there are women who want to embrace their masculine side or you know on stage or off or however this is a great community to be a part of because they really do embrace everybody um as far as like just a community that y- you can be queer, you can be gay, you can be straight, it doesn't really matter. And I love the drag community. I really really love the drag community and Drag Kings. I think it's time we need to support our kings. So, there's very little history when it comes to Drag Kings because it is such a new thing. Um it's literally, you know, not really been spoken about much even on RuPaul's Drag Race. I think that I heard they might have a drag king. Um, but I'm not sure uh, this year. I know that I had been talking about it to a couple people, but this is something new. This is uh, something different, I guess, because it's not men dressing up in women's clothing. It's women's dressing up as in men's clothing. Which sounds like it's like, I guess, like you're like, well, but women, I mean, if you've never seen a drag king, and I'm saying this to you and you're thinking like, well, women wear pants and T-shirts, that's technically, like, men's clothing, I guess you could say. Men's clothing. But really, if you look at these drag kings, like, if you've never seen a drag king, go Google drag king. Um, one of my favorites is Earl Grey. I've not gotten to actually meet them. But Earl Grey and, um, oh, oh, Clit, Clit Eastwood. Fucking Clit Eastwood is so crazy like I've never seen anything like it like I love it like look these people up on Instagram y'all like it will give you an idea and you will see like there's such a performance to this this whole thing they call drag it's an art like fuck I love it I love it and you should too it's that time turn up the volume take notes and get ready Here are your Pussy Boss Tips of the Day. All right, all right, all right, all right. So how the fuck am I going to give some tips about being a drag king? Because the truth is, I ain't never been a drag king, and I'm not going to pretend like I have been one. However, I was intrigued to find out how could I possibly look like a drag king. So I did kind of find just a couple tips for you ladies out there who maybe you want to define your face a little bit more or even if there's men out there who maybe you just feel your face is a little bit too feminine you want to add a little bit more masculine features so here are some tips some makeup tips for you to get your inner drag king on tip number one You want to chisel out stronger set features such as your jawline, forehead, nose, jawbone, mouth, and cheekbones. So then you want to blend it out. You're going to do this, and this is going to, in a sense, harshen your features, make them more dramatic. Um, So, for example, if I would do that to my nose right now, my nose, we could make this shit look ten times bigger. With the right kind of um, contour. So you that's where you want to start is you want to do the contour almost a little bit opposite of what you do for a female because it's like such higher cheekbones. If you actually look at how makeup artists do um, apply whatever, if they're using, you know, a contour or sometimes like, you know, bronzer, people be using bronzer. But you it, it's definitely a lot of thicker, bolder lines and much more... Um, Focused areas. Tip number two binding. So, one thing that if you want to like get into your inner drag king is binding. Say you have, I mean, for me, I don't really have the biggest titties. I mean, honestly, if I took off this bra, like it wouldn't take much for me to bind. I don't even think I need duct tape. I think I could bind my tits with a little bit of masking tape. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would stay down, no problem. They wouldn't break the seam or nothing. So for me, binding, I don't even think would be an issue. But say you got some, you know, voluptuous lovey-dovey's and you want to um, bring them down so you can really come into character. That's where you're going to go ahead and bind by taping your boobs back towards the armpits, which we are going to go over in the next section. So don't worry. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Tip number three, fake facial hair. Okay, so not everybody actually puts... um, like puts an application where you could basically put some glue on your face well it's not glue but you can put some adhesive onto your face and you can put you know fake hair however there are some techniques that are really realistic looking that you can do with actually with um I saw someone do it with some um eyeliners I saw someone do it with the eyebrow eyebrow pens because uh, they have there's some eyebrow pens that have almost that um like the liquid ones with that have like that brush in it you know the one that makes it look like you have you know eyebrows when you don't yeah so that is another way to start to kind of add to that you know masculine features bringing in the facial hair the mustache the be- I mean well you could do a beard you could do a beard you could do a beard. You could do beard. You could do nose hair, chin hair, um, ear hair. I mean, men, they just have hair everywhere. I don't know if anyone's gone as far as to have done, like, nipple hair and, like, done an open chest because I think that would be sexual then. But, I mean, it would be very masculine. But I have seen, like, real deep, like, open but not shows nipple. But I guess there could be chest hair in the middle if you wanted to, like, put some chest. If you wanted to add some chest hair, go for it. I'm all about it. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm not a big chest hair fan on men, personally. But I mean, at the same time, no chest hair means, you know, you're probably not not that old. So, rocking the cradle again, Victoria. Okay, tip number four. (laughs) Of course, I already talked about this. (coughs) Fuck. Excuse me. I already talked about this. Fake bulges fake bulges. You can do this with socks. You can do this with cups. Um, one girl told me that she does like to have a banana. Don't know why. She, said, <laughs> she says it feels real real. And people actually like to come up and touch it. I personally would probably go with like a cup that I stuff with socks if I were to do it because I would want the shape to be right. Or maybe I would just wear a strap on You know what? I might just wear a fucking strap on. I think I would like more like a life dick. And I know that some um, some kings do actually have kind of more of like a, you know, like a like a penis up in there, you know, like that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely. It's funny because this is totally off topic, but well, it's not off topic. We're talking about having a bulge. Um, Last night we were all talking and there was a guy here and he said to us, well, I just want to know if you had a dick for 24 hours, what would the first thing you would do? And I was like masturbate. I mean, look, if I got a dick, like if all of a sudden like I just like look down and I have a fucking dick, I'm definitely the first thing I'm gonna do is play with it. Like I would be lying if I said I wasn't gonna play with it. There's two things, I'm gonna play with it and then I'm gonna try to spin it around, you know? Like how you always see like everybody spin their dicks and like those, I don't know if I've ever actually seen that. I don't know why I think that's cool, but I just wanna, f- I feel like that would feel funny like spinning your dick all around like your hips and then you got your balls hanging too. <laughs> But, um, and, and I said, you know, I'd masturbate. The girl next to me said she would fuck a dude because she's not gay. But my thing is like, well, but then he was like, wouldn't you want to know what it's like to have sex with a woman? I was like, yeah, I would definitely, if I had a dick, I would go have sex with a woman because I would want to know what it feels like for a guy to have what a vagina feels like, you know? I mean, I guess I would have sex with whoever. I mean, if I just got a random dick, like, they like, you got a dick for 24 hours? I mean, I guess I would go fuck up. <laughs> I guess I would be like, yeah, I'll I'll test that. I'll, I'll test that. And then I'll let you know, I'll let you know what my findings, you know, what I find out. Sounds good. And that's all the tips I got for you guys. Here's a couple little makeup tips, you know, a little bit of packing tips. All I got to say is, it's time to support the drag community. Let's support our kings We know about our queens. Let's support our kings. And if you want to dress up as a king and um, perform, please send in your tapes. Give us a performance. I want to see. I love this. We love it. We love it. We love it here at Pussy Bows. And that's all the tips I got for you. Now, let's take a second to hear from our sponsors. Girls don't do that. Girls aren't strong. Are you sick of being told you can't do something because of your gender? Look no further. Now with Pussy Boss's new Love Me Drag King kit, bring out your inner masculinity with our contour kit, multiple pairs of thick socks, and of course, facial hair. Stop holding in your inner feelings and express them with our Love Me Drag Kits. Available now in Target and online. It's that time. Time to unwind and release your thoughts. It's time to ask the Pussy Boss. What up, what up, what up? I'm back. Okay. So look. I started this "Ask the Pussy Boss" um, segment because I wanted to answer questions. And the truth is, is I don't always know the answer to the questions sometimes I get, or even sometimes about the subjects that I'm working on. But I'm just here to like really try to fucking bring people together, right? Because at the end of the day, um, we all want connection. <laughs> we all want connection and we all want to feel good so however you want to feel good i just want to teach you how to get there so i had gotten um well i had spoken to somebody about you know doing drag king and becoming a drag king and they had kind of you know brought up their breasts and how their breasts were too big and how they didn't feel comfortable and they had always wanted to do binding but they weren't really sure about it so i kind of like brought a couple of just um ideas and And ways to, like, get do this where it's smooth and it doesn't, you know. I mean, basically, I'm trying to answer fucking questions about chest binding. How do we get, you know, if you don't like your breasts. It's so funny because this makes me think of um, now and then. My favorite character, my favorite actress was always Christina Ricci, right? And I remember and now and then she would bind her chest with – masking tape was It was a duct tape I think it was duct tape she used she would use duct tape and then she would put a t-shirt like a big t-shirt over because she didn't want her breasts to be shown and I remember thinking you know why would you want to hide such beautiful breasts because to me I always wanted breasts right and so I didn't I didn't understand but it actually I completely understand now. Not everybody wants to want to have breasts because breasts automatically. I feel like being a woman, having a female body, like breasts, to ass, our shape, everything. Like it's just so sexualized. Like I can't walk. I can literally walk down the street looking like shit like have my hair up my face disheveled but my my body looks good and like I can't even still be left alone like I'm still like hounded talked to whatever so I can get somebody how if they just wanted to get rid of their breasts to, to to be able to take on whether the masculine role or just you know not be envisioned that way in society completely makes sense to me so um A lot of binding, people do use duct tape or different types of tape. There is a very specific way, it seems, that um, it should be done, especially if you want to have open shirt. There is a way to actually bind your breasts without, like, Christina Ricci in the movie Now and Then, she, like, takes the duct tape and literally wraps it all around her body. Um, And there are other ways where you can wrap it in a sense, like, kind of how, I don't know if you've ever seen this, But Kim Kardashian does this, but she doesn't like actually bind down her boobs. What she does is she lifts hers. So she does the same thing where she like kind of tapes her boobs all over on one side and then they pull them up. Well, with binding, it's like you're pulling it down. So it's kind of the same concept. However, there are things like that are important to know when you're if you're going to do something like this. For example, you know. The general rule of actually leaving something like this on your skin is only six to eight hours because you don't want to once like you can get a rash, things like that. You can also just um, get other symptoms from it, such as itchiness, back pain, because the sweating and with mixed with whatever you're using to bind and things like that. But. And then and then they say also you shouldn't bind yourself and sleep. So like don't bind yourself and then go to sleep. It's not going to I mean, I guess I don't know if I would say it's not going to change. It probably if you were to do it 24/7. I mean, I'm sure it would sh- change the shape of your breasts, but it's actually really not good for you and your body really needs to, you know, be able to release. But they do say like it's very important to also focus on skin irritation and any worsening of acne because basically when you're binding, you're putting a lot of um, your skin through a lot of fucking what's the word? (laughs) I can't even think of it. You're putting your skin through a lot because you're pulling and you're pulling constantly. You're putting something sticky, taking it off. You're pushing, you know, everything into one area I mean, it is just fat, so I don't see how it can be that big of a deal, to be honest. I mean, I think some of the shit that I found was just because people might not like the idea of women binding their breasts. Because at this point, I feel like all marketing is just to tell me to be something I'm not. (sighs) Sips wine on that one. But regardless, it's really easy, guys. If you want to find out how to bind your breasts or if you don't feel comfortable with your breasts, I think binding is a good idea. Um, at least start to, before you actually, if you do decide you want to, you know, transition, if this is something that goes to that. And mind you, just because I said that, I'm not saying every drag king um, wants to transition to become uh, a male, because that is not true, if they are a female, or if they are a fab, But, I mean... Dude, I think like if you want to do this, I think you should go for it. I think you should do whatever you want with your body. I think you should be happy. Just don't overdo it and remember to like it you know, it's like it's like I feel like when I'm like, "Oh my god, I look fat," right? If you bind down your boobs and you think they still look big, they probably don't. I just want to tell you that. Like, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because, you know, I just want to teach y'all a little something about these things. About these things, about all these things that I'm learning from living in L.A. And some of them are really, truly amazing. And I love, love, love the drag community. And I am so proud that I was able to interview some of these great people. So please take a listen. Please enjoy. And please like, Let's let's open the fuck up, dude. Let's open up, and maybe for I said for president, and maybe for Congress. All right, my pussy boss bitches. That's the end, or at least the end of this episode. Make sure to follow me, Victoria Lynn, at official Victoria Lynn, and don't forget to follow the show at Pussy Boss on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Show this pussy some love. Until next time, it's your girl, Victoria Lynn, and remember, ladies, to keep patting that puss.